Hello, buddy. Welcome to Cow Daily. This week, um, Pickers is joining me again from the CWU. Um, those who were here last week will remember him. Um, for those who don't, or this is your first show that you've tuned into, um, full disclosure, Pickers and I went to school together and we've been friends for 30 odd years, as well as him being my mum and dad's postie in the place where I grew up, which um, is mint. And it's been really nice to see him um, progress and become somewhat of a working class hero on the picket. So, before, oh, without any further ado, here's my good friend, Michael Pickering. How are you doing, pal? You good? Good morning, everyone. Yeah, fine, mate. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. How, well, and before we start with the yeah. important stuff, what's the weather like on the picket line there? It's cold and it's damp, but we've still got a fairly good turnout. How and all the other officers, I've seen the reps group, we've got a WhatsApp group, all the different officers around Newcastle, Gateshead, Sunderland, uh, all strongly turned out. Oh, yeah. That's good news. I, I tell you, one of the most uplifting things is noticing the SCWU feeding us pictures of all the different picket lines around the country. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. what it looks like to me is morale's good based on the pictures. Is, is that the case? Is morale yeah. holding together nicely? Morale's holding together. It is difficult for people, obviously, uh, with money-wise. Uh, you know, people with young families in this. But we can't accept the changes, what the CEO wants and the business yeah. wants. Uh, Would well, you want to explain what, the, yeah. what those are, just to set the scene for people? Yeah, well, I was saying last week, the one basically Uber eyes were, uh, make well, like a gig economy. Sure. That's what it'll end up. Um, they want to get rid of existing staff and replace them with, this is our plan, replace them with uh, casual workforce. Uh, we've already got 11,000 casuals working at the moment, mm-hmm. and they're saying they want rid of 10,000 people. You know what I mean? Really? So it's, they want rid of them, and then... They want to bring cheaper labour in. It's just well, it's, not on. You know? what it seems to me, Pickers, right? Uh-huh. Like looking into this more since last week, especially, it seems to me like if the posties don't win this, right? If yeah. everybody in the public doesn't get behind them, then it's completely against the public's interest because it seems to me that there's a big move like to dismantle workers' rights since um, coming out of the EU because we're not protected by them. Yes. And there's a lot of propaganda around it. And I think the posty struggle is everybody's because if you lose, we all lose because they'll move against everybody's workers' rights. So I think people need to understand it when there's like, maybe it's a little bit inconvenience with what's going on. They need to understand yeah. that it's their fight as well. And I, I certainly do from looking into what's actually happening, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Also, I was just saying, I made a comment to some of your colleagues before. Uh, you know, they're going about strengthening the economy and stuff. How many people default on the mortgages if these people get their way? It's oh, just not going to do the country. Like, that's just one example. And obviously, we want money. Oh, there we go. There's the truth. There's All right. And like I said last week, we want money in my pockets so we can spend in local businesses instead of oh. going into the Cayman Islands, places like that. Into greedy shareholders' pockets, I don't even know what to do with the money that they're making. You it's know? crazy, isn't it? It's yeah. like they're hoarding it like mad wealth dragons. Where exactly, people, like scared to put the heating on. I mean, I'm sitting yeah. here with my coat in the house. It's yeah. just like what, like I've never. That's never been a thing. It's like normally you've got to, <laughs> you're on a timer at six o'clock, and by the time you actually get out your scratcher, it's lovely and warm, and you just I can't afford it anymore, can you? It's no, like looking at the meat there and that. Yeah, it's and crazy, it's man. me and my wife. All right, it's just me and her. You know, but I think about my colleagues with kids and stuff like that. And, then, you know, they were telling us that they've got to put the heating on at a certain time when they get in. And yeah. uh, one lad doesn't put the heating on until his kids get home, like, time it right for the kids getting home from school. That's how bad it is. It's not on. 
Do you it's know what I mean? Acceptable. I mean, it's like, yeah. I look, hold on, we'll have a look at the, um, the weather app, right? Where uh-huh. you are. Two yeah. seconds. I'll just pull it up and just see what it is that you are having to deal with there. So you just go out on it, like you're on a picket line, and you go like on a full paper, like a full paper round. Full yeah. paper <laughs> round. That was years ago when I was at school, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did with me, me your apprenticeship. I, 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 yeah. Uh, between me and you, and I don't know who this will get to, I think it's beyond the statute of limitations. I robbed an absolute gang of chocolate bars and razzles. And <laughs> <laughs> sell yeah. them up at school. Uh, you never know. You made a hey, hey, I wouldn't admit to that. I never done no like that. <laughs> anyway, what we've got here, right, is two degrees and freezing fog in, in Bladen, right? Yeah. That's and the right. real feel on that is below freezing. So... Like you, like if you look at the the postal round that you're doing, right? You're yeah. going out, freezing cold, and then there's people worried about putting the heat heating on when they get in. That's yeah. not sustainable because you'll get ill eventually. It's just exactly. going to take that kind of stress, you know. Yeah, and then that costs the economy money because people go on the sick. Uh, exactly. Things that like, you know. It's yeah. it is crazy, like isn't it? I mean, I think it, a lot of it's down to the people who run these things, like the CEOs and whatnot. They just yeah. seem to be like out of touch. Oh, absolutely. What's the reality yeah. of, of yeah. working people's daily existence? And mm-hmm. that's the point. It's working people. Not that yeah. we should um, cut anybody loose who's on benefits or whatever, because there's a absolutely huge proportion not. of people who are working who are on in-work benefits. Exactly. But what I'm trying to like, discern is the difference between like good people like yourself and CEOs and the pay and all of that is exponential. I mean, I was reading that your CEO's on something like 65 grand a month. Yeah. It's like... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just astronomical. And, like, you know, one month he's getting like more than a post he's getting in a year by yeah. far. It's like and a different the back, world, isn't it? On the back of that work, and people claiming benefits, like the the government benefits are subsidising these CEOs and companies. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? For us just to come to work and live when the company should be paying for it, really. You know what I mean? The heat and each, you know? Uh, well, there's no doubt about that, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I tell you what, right? There's a um, little video I've got to play you, and it's yeah. Dave Ward from the CWU. Yeah. I just want to get your reaction on it and like, right. now what's actually happening. So okay. Just with his mate. I'll just pull it up and we'll just take it away. By you know, um, it is absolutely breaking. Uh, all kind of trade union protocols. It's not trade unionism. If there's people in Unite who think... Internet's playing silly bug as the day. Hi. Is that the fog again, Gary? Right. We're going to... One, two, three... Disgrace. There's no excuses that anybody could put forward from another trade union on the actions of the managers who are represented by Unite. It is absolutely breaking... Uh, all kind of trade union protocols. It's not trade unionism. And if there's people in Unite who think that they're going to ride on the back of our members, which is exactly what they're doing, I mean, it's disgraceful uh, behaviour in in a way where we take the action uh, and our strength and the company are going to them to get them on board and putting money in front of them, no matter how much it affords, uh, as well as all the agencies and everything else, just to break our members strikes uh, and break the, the morale of our members and you know finish off jobs it's not on uh, what i'd say to everybody listening is that we'll be taking it up with unite i've tried to contact the general secretary twice in the last 24 hours 
Um, you can imagine that's going to be a difficult conversation. And yes, absolutely, we will be raising it at the TUC as well. If there's any managers out there watching this, you need to seriously think about whether or not you belong to a trade union, uh, that you're, you're actually going to carry this out. It is disgraceful. It's not And I'm saying to you, you know, I'm frustrated, I'm angry at it as well, uh, that we'll take it up directly with the General Secretary of Unite. Don't do it, managers. You're going to be, your jobs will go at some point. You're being used. I think in the video I saw earlier on today from <coughs> one of our uh, members saying that the managers are, are sort of like lemons jumping off a cliff. Um, listen, it's outrageous and you've got to stop that type of behaviour if you want to be a trade unionist. So, Pickers, do you hear that all right? Yeah, did uh, I didn't hear it, but I know what it's about. Exactly. In, uh, yeah, I've read it and... No problem. I mean, yeah, I hope that's actually problem. went out on the stream. There was the, the internet yeah. crash. But just for yeah. people who, in case you did hear it or you didn't hear it, right? What did like? I'll just explain it. What Dave Ward, the um, from the state of the was saying that there's Unite Union members, uh, and Unite the Union are actually negotiating on behalf of Royal Mail managers to is it to go in and break like break the strike and work during the strike? Like, can you give me a bit more on this? Well, um. The managers have been going in working, which is normally done anyway, you know, uh, and they're right on the back of us, like a lot of TNCs. Um, but what they're also saying is they're going to give them bonuses to, like, do these revisions and get rid of people, you know, as a detriment mm -hmm. of our members, CWU members. They're going to make bonuses out of that. They're getting offered bonuses, which is wrong. You should not, as another trade union, be using our members at the detriment of our members. You know what I mean? It's not at it's all. Not on. TUC, Dave Ward, quite right. He needs to get in touch with Sharon Graham, which he will yeah. from Unite, and she needs to get a grip on and negotiate us. It's absolutely disgusting that another trade union should ride on the back of us, and especially what they're asking the managers to do. And I think a lot of the managers I know, and I've discussed it with them, they're embarrassed about it as well. They yeah. don't want to do that to the members either. You know, a lot of the managers, I'm not saying all of them, but ones I've discussed it with, they're not happy with it either. You know, and well, like course, I say, right? Sharon Graham, get a grip on your uh, negotiator, I would say, like, definitely. Definitely. I mean, obviously, they're using the leverage principle at United, like yeah. most unions, and like, you should never use other working people as leverage. No, to get absolutely the not. Deals for your members. Yeah. That's not how it's... trade unionism's meant to work, is it? No, absolutely. And they'll be brought up with the TUC. You know what I mean? So, I definitely. Uh, and I think something might happen. We'll have to see. Sharon Graham, who makes herself being all militant, this or the other, well, I don't think that's very good what's happened. So I know Unite's a big union and it's got loads of different disputes going on, but she needs to have a, her and Dave Ward need to like discuss and come to some arrangement about this. You know what I mean? It's just not on. Definitely, mate. Yeah. I'll tell you mm -hmm. what, before we go on, we'll take some, um, take some comments and, and We've got some message support, yeah. Okay. Melanie Canton, solidarity with all the strikers is coming in. Thank you, Melanie. Um, Joanne is saying, there's no logic behind the government's position. They want the public to crumble. It's mad. I mean, that's the thing. It just seems yeah. like there is no logic. And just on an economics level, it's very incoherent to like keep driving all of this down because... As you said, if we as working people who tend to spend money and circulate money around exactly. the country yeah. haven't got the money to do, which people already don't because of the cost of living, yeah. like what the, the, the economy can't work. 
No, I mean, like, obviously, like the post-Brexit sort of impact. Yeah. Is, like, it's the only uh, European economy that's actually declining by. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah, and it it's is. like you cannot keep contracting an economy like that and expect it to hold fast. It's just, it can't. Definitely not. Like, if if a pound isn't wor- like worth a loaf of bread, then what what is it worth? It's it, it's that hyperinflation thing again. So. Yeah, when people for me, when people are maybe feeling a bit inconvenienced by what you're doing, again, I would say that like collectivize that and understand that if the posties lose, we're all going to lose, and that's yeah. like a real, you're holding a real line against like the like some pretty bad forces, and I think you should be respected for it, really. Um, there was a question like that I wanted to raise with you, and it's just on that. It's like I've had um, people getting in touch, right, and they run small businesses, and they're worried leading to Christmas. Um, in terms of can they fulfil their orders because they're, they're, they're not sure how the strike's going to impact it and there's already customers saying I haven't received me. In this case, it was an item of jewellery. And as I said, yeah. this person got in touch and they're fully in support of what you're doing, but it is having an impact. I mean, what would you say to people like that, Pickers? First of all, from a union point of view, very sorry. We love serving our customers, uh, love providing a service, but at the same time, if these get their way, there won't be the service secure. Um, what's the word? Punctual service mm-hmm. at an affordable price. It'll just be any Tom Dick or Harry delivering stuff. You'll get undesirables coming. You know, we know our customers, 32 million addresses, uh, and they just want to dismantle that. Yeah. And they haven't got a clue. We're really sorry we hate doing this. But in the long run, it needs to be done because we need a secure postal system for the country. Definitely. As well, yeah. I mean, the point that just well, comes up to me straight away: the economy and all these couriers, yeah. they're, they're not, they're not like fulfilling the orders this, the, the, the same and within a timely fashion. So if yeah. everything goes towards that gig economy kind of work, that Uberization yeah. kind of work, uh-huh. in the long term, when if say if you get defeated in this strike, like I'm worried about, like I order things online quite a lot. Just if, yeah. I, if I need, so do we. Yeah, it's just a uh-huh. standard thing these days, and I can get them cheaper as well. So. Yeah. You you always know when it's coming by a courier because you're, yeah. you're chasing it. If it's coming by Royal Mail, you just for, like forget about it. Yeah. Also, um, under these new proposals, they want to shut uh, what's called the caller's office, yeah. which is a great selling point for us from a business point of view. Obviously, we're private now. We've got to think about this. Mm-hmm. You know, to be profitable, keep winning jobs. We've got what's called the caller's office at our office, at Bladen office. And you've got people who live locally, so if they're not in, they've got the opportunity to come down the office and pick the parcel up. Well, and you know what I mean? And it's nice and handy for people. Instead of what I think Royal Mail wanted to do is attempt to deliver it three days in a row. And if they're not in on the third day, it gets sent back to the sender. I mean, mm-hmm. where's the logic in that? And it doesn't, and, you know, a CEO, I'll not name him again, he keeps going on about what we want to do what the customer wants. Uh-huh. It's not what the customer wants. It's what he wants for his own pocket. You know what I mean? Uh, and the shareholder's pocket. It's not going to work. And we know that we know the job as CW members, inside out. Uh, we can advise managers how to do the job. You know how we would like we discuss it with managers. That's the way it should work. Definitely. Keep the business profitable. Keep it working. And these just want to destroy that. You know what I mean? And we we can see. I'm telling people when they come and pick their parcels up, this will be closed in January if they get their way. You know the amount of parcels I've picked up there. 
Yeah. Like, uh-huh. It's just been such a great thing to be able to do. Yeah. You get your red card, you can do yeah, your that's the one. Hour, show your ID, ID. Get, your, get your things. Exactly. And yeah. Quite often, like obviously, I wasn't in. We're like Hermes and whatever, man. You're like trying oh. some online interface, trying to sort yeah, out. What about exactly. older people who like who older aren't people as well? traditionally like savvy with, with the internet? We're exactly. taking a whole range of personalized and face-to-face services out, which mm-hmm. are really important for older people. And you know yourself being a postie, you speak to everybody, and I bet you yeah. sometimes some days you're the only person some some people will speak to. Just coming on to that, Gary, it's like what we're doing in the community as well. With eyes and ears in the morning, I can give you some examples of good things that people have done. I've got some dogs visiting here. <laughs> it's all right. There we go. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, right. yeah. there we go. Standing fast with her. Um, I mean, I remember a guy in the pandemic. Um, I forgot his name. I don't want any name. Old guy, about 70-year-old. He'd recently lost his wife. You know, he was in on his own. He was vulnerable, so he couldn't go out. And I think only people he'd seen was his next-door neighbour and me. And I've got to know this guy, and I see him walking around Blade, and he's a lovely old guy, you know, and I just think he's probably seen nobody else during these few months being stuck in the house, you know what I mean? And then this happens all the time. You've got people come out and talk to you all the time because you didn't see old people. They're lonely and stuff like that, you know, and um, they love seeing the posty or whatever. It's just, oh, if something's happened to them, you're there, and you can call for help if anything happens to them, things like that. Um, I'll give you another example. I even did CPR on somebody in Roland's Girl once. Wow. Uh, this guy lying on the floor, so I had a bit of training doing that. Uh, that guy's still still alive now. You Are know, you were trained and through the union or you, the I was trained through Royal Mail as well, but I did mm-hmm. I did some as another course I did outside of work. But oh. um but I'm trained now with Royal Mail, like that's a health and safety side the union pushes for. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to do that again. That's happened to somebody else at work. They did CPR and yeah. writing. Um, also, there was another guy at work. He found an, found an old man, bless him. Um, he was dead on his doorstep, and he called for help. I mean, he could have been lying there for days if he, you know. Well, quite I. And I mean, yeah. if you look at the cuts to like so ambulance medical services, yeah. like, these are, like what you're explaining is you're like a first responder in some respect. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. you've saved somebody yeah. there. It's not just me. There's often stories in the office of what like good little acts that we've all done when you yeah. come into work the next day. Oh, such and such did this yesterday, and all like, oh, well done. And um, what else? I remember a shop got robbed in the one morning. The old guy behind the counter, he was he's bag of nerves because of what happened. Somebody threatened him with a brick just to nick some cigarettes, tabs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Way I got the police and that, and had to make a cup of coffee, try and settle them down and that. And first thing in the morning, nobody about. It's not like I say. It's not just me. It's my colleagues as well. Uh, I picked an old lady up. She broke her hip. She would have been. I think she might have been lying there for a few hours. Got the neighbours in. That's near where my mum and dad live. Actually, about twenty years ago. That. Really? You know, it's just, that's just examples of what I've done. One hundred fifteen thousand posties around the country. What? What Sounds are we doing? The communities. Yeah, exactly. Mean, that's a lot of good in society. Exactly. I remember yeah. during the like lockdowns, man. I, like I actually like I got quite emotional seeing the postie gun around. Like, oh, it's just yeah. mad, like the, the bin lads as well, and all of that. Oh, yeah. Like, I just thought, you know what it is? Because it was at the point where nobody knew what was going to happen. Was and we all yeah. secretly thought we were going to die in some respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. And I just saw you was going around, mm. and I just was like, that's that's bravery, you know. You yeah. just got on with yeah. it, and people need just... to stop forgetting that, you know. Oh, yeah, no. It's, I mean, it was difficult in the office as well that time. I was rep then, like, sub rep as well at the time. 
and that was the most challenging time. Apart from this, what's happening now, most mm -hmm. challenging time I've had as a rep, the health and safety issues. Two metre rule in the office. I mean, I think if this CEO had his way, he would well. I heard stories about different places. I'm not, I'll not say that, but yeah. they were just ignoring the two metres and that. And um, I mean, we had to work in vans on our own. We normally work as a pair. We had yeah. to change all the planning in the office. The office isn't big enough to start with. So, oh, it was, you know, we had to change shift patterns. But We're we did it. We, we, for you at the time. Yeah, we did it. We got on with it. Um, and actually, when I was out on the streets, it was just like everybody wanted to talk to you because I was seeing nobody. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. you were asking I mean, the thing is, that would be like a normal day for you in a normal time. Oh, right? yeah. Everybody loves you. We run, run where <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was very difficult. Like, the staff's concerned about coming into work and they were like losing their tempers and that. Did, I didn't blame them for doing it because they were worried about their families back home. Yeah. Uh, worried about vulnerable partners, what they might take back home. You know, there was out outbreaks in certain offices where, you know, Ben and mind these offices were like stuck to the roof with uh, parcels. There was outbreak, you know, it was very difficult mentally as well in the office to uh, deal with, you know. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we had a few outbreaks and then it was at the start when people were like, right, shit scared basically, weren't they? Of course, you know, everybody was, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. That's what kind of got us a bit emotional because nobody knew yeah. what was going on in there. You were out, uh, out and it was the continuity, it was like as well. Of yeah, like, that still looks normal, uh, you know. Yeah, it probably, yeah, uh, that was, that was a beautiful people, thing. Yeah. And, and I uh -huh. think that, like it's to be commended, and there's too many people forgotten about that. I think, oh, we know that definitely, especially the CEO. You know? I just <laughs> want to bring a, bring a couple of things up as well. I am um, just here as well, the CW tweeted this, and I'll read it out. Right? <coughs> uh -huh. Millions of letters are being left undelivered every day as Royal Mail deliberately prioritised parcels as part of their strategy to run down the company. It's shameful, and it's now being exposed. Because do you yep. want to explore that with me? What's that about? Yes, definitely. Well, what they're doing is, um, they seem to be, like I say, I'm just going, I can't really comment on your notice. Um, I'm trying to word this properly. Uh, we can't do all the work. That's there. So they're saying, right, just deliver the, the track parcels first. Uh, and there's stuff left in the, the stuff not getting delivered, letters, this, that, the other, that should be delivered as part of the universal service, mm -hmm. which Ofcom should be keeping an eye on. And um, it's just not getting done. There's stuff lying about, important letters, cards, stuff like that. They're just not interested in that. Yeah. They're just interested in the profit of it. It's, so you've got your Christmas cards and that. And it's just absolutely disgraceful. They're just not interested in them anymore. You know. What do you think the end game for that is? Why? What's the strategy there? What's What's that for? I don't know. I, I really don't know. But my guess is they want to take the profitable part of the business, take it away, and me, I don't even know. Maybe just give the let us part back to the government. I don't know. But what you have in other countries, you have like France, Germany. You have, and Royal Mail has got what's known as JLS, which is like the parcel force in Europe, yeah. which is, and that props up the service here. A bit like DPD, yeah, La Poste in France, you know, these yeah, different sure. companies, they prop up their service in Germany or France, and that props up the letter service as well in France, Germany, uh, Holland, you know. So they've all got like the subsidiaries that prop the, the service yeah. up. Yeah. And I think. This visa wants the JLS bit, the profitable bit, and then maybe they'll give that back, right? They say to the government, right, you have that back. Like, with all yeah. the letters and stuff. 
because you need a thriving, you need a good postal system. They're saying the letters are on decline, but I was talking to an accountant on holiday. He was saying, you know, I was explaining what's happening. What am I going to do with important documents I need? And this, and that. I says, well, the service is just going to be gone, and you're going to have any Tom Dick or Harry delivering them. You know what I mean? And That's I just amazing. wouldn't. We're accountable for as being postmen. The Nova, the customers know as well. You know what I mean? So well, that's it. I just, uh, yeah. that's what I wanted to get across was I just don't uh-huh. want people to take what you do for granted because it's been there for hundreds yeah. of years before. Five hundred years. Like, oh, well, it's just a, like a level of continuity throughout uh-huh. history. Like, yeah. There's more more support there on the beeps. Go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, fun. that's the thing. It provides continuity, yeah. doesn't it? And, and it does. If that was taken away. Yeah. Like I think, like a lot of small businesses will grind to a halt completely. Absolutely, also, yeah. it's the trust, isn't it? It's like important, yeah. sensitive documents being like just chucked about, like by yeah. like, these outside couriers. You know, with the with the work that you do, you can yeah. trust it. You know, yeah. like it's 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 a different like level of of elite beyond the courier system. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember uh, TNT brought this cook where they've still got them whistle, right? They try to have their own delivery guys. They're trying to bring in competition to do it. They just couldn't do it. And then what you were happening, like I say, any Tom Dick or Harry delivering, there was stuff hiding bushes and they like, dumped. Man. You know, uh, that was when the tra- that was whistle, the company. That's well known about. We wouldn't I'm surprised they'd get them in the bushes round there with the amount of razzles that are necked uh, in the oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There'll be, be an old marathon bar stuck next to them as well. Oh. As it's a marathon, it's that old. Dear me. Yeah, I... Terrible. <laughs> anyway, a bit of Frankie Vaughan chat. Oh. Yes, so, uh, Ali, Ali keeps saying, more than all, solidarity with you and your colleagues, Pickers. Happy days. Thank you very Lovely. much. Lovely. Loads of, loads of support coming in. Jem Durden's here. I stand with you. Solidarity with all striking workers. Happy days. Excellent. Loads of support. Um, I'll just ask you a couple more things before you get yeah. off, because if that's right, you got time. Not a problem, Gary. Yeah, plenty of time. Days, a lot at work. Right. <laughs> Let's see what we've got here. Pull this up. Right. This one was, was struck as the oh. CWU News tweeted this out. Royal yeah. Group are using the Ride app to recruit uh-huh. couriers to break the strikes tomorrow and Thursday. Do you think now is a good time to reveal we have hundreds of people signed up for shifts tomorrow and none of them will be turning up? Well, it's getting dirty. It's getting it is, dirty. isn't it? Uh, it's getting dirty. Well, that law was changed a few months ago where they could bring casuals in. Same for the railways and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like I say, bring casuals in. Nobody's going to clear all the mail. We know how to do it. You're going to get casuals in. I don't think any casuals are doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not going to work. And I don't think enough casuals will want to do it. Casuals, you know, want to yeah. do the work anyway. And I heard a story last week as well. Somebody, some casual in some of us, he says, oh, I think it was raining one day. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, I'm not coming in today. I'm gonna, I am going. don't want to get wet. I mean, how are we? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, so, it's think, part yeah. of the course where your, your, your job, like. Uh, so. Yeah, getting wet and cold. Uh, also, you know, you can't just do this job. You've got to have the knowledge. Oh, there's another one. In, uh, You've got to have the knowledge as well. We've got the knowledge about how to sort the letters and do this. You know, um, it's the same on the trains. You can't just like get a casual and like be a guard or whatever without training and stuff like that. You know. Exactly, and just from uh, the workers' perspective as well. Uh-huh. 
you need to, the companies need to invest in the worker with training and, and mm-hmm. uh, opportunities. Like you kind of just exactly. keep going right, sign up to this via an app, and then come and work and whatever. Yeah, I don't want people like without any screening handling my post and medical exactly. documents and things like that. Yeah, man, exactly. how yeah. I mean, it it has been known in the past. Posties have the tiny, tiny naught point naught 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 one percent that tiny. has like tea leaf that go to prison in this country. Quite right, they should as well. Quite you know, nice. and it's happened. I've seen it happen before. Uh, people dumping mail in this. Uh, no, no, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And this, this is what will happen if they get casual, casualized workforce. They'll not be right. interested. Like I say, if it's raining, oh, I don't want to get wet. I'm not coming in today. <laughs> Crazy, it is. You know. Here's, here's an interesting comment, Pickers. Joanne's uh-huh. saying, I know a bad postal system had one letter in nine years in Turkey. That's what it will be will become in the UK. Exactly. One letter in nine years. Oh, yeah. There's another one here, just in uh-huh. with like the community stuff you do. Ross Thompson's saying, um, I'm also waiting on a few things being delivered for Christmas. I'm not chewed if they were late. My family supports the strikes, so would rather get behind them and open them after Christmas. What a great oh, attitude. Thank you. Like yeah. Well, like I say, we want to do this for long term. I know it's just one Christmas. And yeah. also the union came out with a good status. The postman's not for Christmas. Postman's, well, the postman's not, what is it? The dog's the not, for, not for Christmas, dog, for life. <laughs> for life. You know, it's not just like Christmas. Puppies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I do want to see some puppies. <laughs> hey, oh, hey. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is, <laughs> like, is there anything you want to say to the people before we get off and just like what 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 how can we help and that kind of thing what's 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 happening what do you need uh just be patient we're sorry you didn't convene you for christmas um like i say we want to all we need is just the support and keep tooting your postman don't take it out on your postman it's the management at fault not us like i say yeah. we love providing a good service um, that's all we need, really, Gary. You know, and we'll Just keep a bit on of support in it, pal. Yeah. I'll tell you what, before uh-huh. we do go, the amount uh-huh. of times you've called us, me actual government, oh, yes, went I know. down by about half. So we've got progress. Next right. time we we'll get you, okay, on. mate. You can call me what you want if you want. Just <laughs> buckled inside every time you do it. I think it's just <laughs> funny as hell. Aye. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, I love you, mate. And uh, thank you too. Love you too, Gary. Do to spread the word. And well, thank you very are. much if for the support, lads and lads. Everyone, pick a lane before we yeah. go. Let's see the picket lane before we go. Right, mate. okay. We'll get a cheer as well. Get a cheer, Gannon. Can we have a cheer, everyone? Yeah. Hey, come on, up the there post, we go. Up there, there we go. Love that part. Like like all the very best to you. Thanks very much for the support, folks. We'll see you soon, and hopefully, we'll get this service back on track. That's all yeah, I want to do. Well, like if you're up for it, we'll have you on like um, later on, and you can give one well, update again. I'm just thinking, Gary, if the four G's any good down London next week, I'm hoping to go down to uh, Parliament Square Great. with the union. So that would be brilliant if the four G's up to it. We'll give it a go. You know what I mean? Days, so mate, I'm right. hoping to go down. We'll, we'll put a big rally on. It's going to be massive, big trade union rally for the Great. CW at um, Parliament Square. I was down there in the summer as well. It was meant to be outside of Royal Mail HQ, uh-huh. but it's going to be outside. It's going to be in uh, Parliament now, can Square anybody now. Go, like members of the public. Oh yeah, the support. Well, absolutely, absolutely. 
Yeah. Great. So we'll we'll promote that uh-huh. phrase. Like if yeah. people are like out there, go go along and support the post. Yeah. What was the date uh-huh. of that again, Pickers? That is next Friday the ninth, is it? Yeah. Next yep. Friday the ninth. Parliament Square, one or three PM. Parliament okay. Square, one or yeah. three PM. Get along, support the posties at yeah. Parliament Square if you're about I. Okay. Cheers, pal. Speak to you right. soon, right? Take care, folks. See you. Take it easy. Bye bye. Mike. Don't <laughs>